I'm Lena Chohan, the founder of Rise IQ. We are a medical concierge company helping employees and their families with their health journey, and we create strategies to build an inclusive workplace. Carrying on with our series on women's health today, we are looking at the menopause. This can encompass perimenopause and postmenopause. Women need practical help, and they need it now. In the UK alone, 80% of the 9.5 million women of menopausal age in the workforce will experience symptoms that can significantly impact their life. Mindfulness can help, as can relaxation and sleep. Clarity is the app to help with all of these things, because self-care matters. It is hard to believe that the menopause affects every single woman at some point in their lives, and that's nearly half the population. Within the workplace, the level of discomfort you can feel is pretty high, and if you're surrounded by people not understanding it, it's very difficult to say, at least. Of course, some women will sail through the menopause barely experiencing any symptoms at all, but it is not an easy transition for all of us. Experiencing headaches, brain fog, mood swings, and hot flushes will all impact on your productivity causing problems in the workplace, especially if you have a boss who does not understand the process. We have the pleasure of speaking with Bex Armstrong, the founder of Clarity. Bex has created a meditation app with an emphasis on addressing symptoms of menopause through the power of breath and mindfulness. She has worked for many years in women's health and is on a mission to change the conversation and experience for women over 40, specifically this group of women because they are so often ignored and forgotten. The Clarity app features specific content and mindfulness practices for situations that may arise in menopause, like hot flushes, sleeplessness, night sweats, and improving low libido. Such exercises improve the quality of life for users, for better mental health, relationships, to performance in the workplace. Bex, thank you for joining us today. We would love to hear how this journey started and what led you to create Clarity. Hi, and thank you very much for having me. So the journey for Clarity started a couple of years ago when I was looking into digital access for women that didn't have any solutions for them. And menopause, postnatal depression were two of the interest areas of mine. So when I looked into the menopause issues, what I found was there was a lot of things that we can do to actually help women, but we don't really have anything out there. Women can't find it. They're largely forgotten with menopause. So I have a digital health background and I have a, a degree in health science and I decided to create Clarity. Can you expand on how it differs from other mindfulness apps and how does it target or help this specific group of women? Sure, it is very different while still being very similar. So if you look at the different um, big mindfulness apps of Calm, Headspace, Butterfly, Insight, Timer, those kind of apps, they're for a generic audience. It's pretty hard to find what you want to listen to or know what you want to listen to. And it's made for just everyday anxiety and issues that people have. What we did with Clarity was really have a look at the women, the profile of the women, how they work an app specifically. And then I created content around some of the symptoms that we knew that we would be able to target specifically for issues of menopause. So we have hot flush a session called Insta Cool. We have night sessions for when you've got night sweats. We've got a panic attack button for uh, 
times when you can become very claustrophobic very quickly uh, and or have a panic attack or just high anxiety called Instacalm. And then subsequently I've made a libido series because women email me and say some of the issues that they have and so I work towards specifically addressing those needs in a calm way with easy-to-find sessions that don't overwhelm because that's one of the other things with some of the apps Insight Timer is has a, some amazing sessions on it, but how do you figure out what to find if there's 10,000 sessions? Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Also, why is breathing so important? Like there's an exact science behind it, but what in your mind makes it so, so important today, especially today? Yeah, I, it's a really good question. And you kind of think, well, everybody breathes, don't we? But actually we don't. So the more rushed we get, the more busy our lives become and the more that we are getting notifications on our phone for instance it props up the cortisol and the stress hormones in the body and the the action of that is the fight or flight and you don't need big deep beautiful relaxing breaths when you're preparing for flight you you need short breaths that can move you very fast what we're finding is more and more commonly when you're when you're aging and um, going through menopause what you find is that anxiety has a a feather trigger. So you actively have to work against it. So you actively have to take a slow, deep breath. We on Clarity have used what they call a Papworth method, but basically a shorter in-breath than the out-breath. And that shorter in-breath, so your heart rate goes up with an in-breath and down with an out-breath. So if you have a longer down-breath, your heart rate will go down. It takes a few a few cycles, but what happens then is it actively drops your cortisol and stress hormones. It floods your body with oxygen, which will relax your muscles, will clear your mind, will help you focus a little bit. And and using the breathing technique with also focused breathing, so using your mind to try and come back to the breath, come back to where you're sitting, where you are right now, Stop some of that rumination, which the rumination and the busyness in your head, while your head is so busy, you can't think straight because you just haven't got time to prioritize any of the thoughts. It just all becomes a wash. So breathing is very important. Slowing your breathing down, observing your breath, like coming out of your head actively and into your body and how your body feels right now is so important for your mental health, for your physical well-being, for your sleep, for your um, sense of worthiness. Like it's got some really big knock-on effects. I love the way you've explained that. And I know that it's super important to you to ensure that all your content has a strong backing and research behind it, which I personally love. I mean, I think there's so much out there that has not been researched and we're we're thrown so much information. So I have to say I have been using the Papworth uh, method since I spoke to you earlier in the week and I definitely find a difference. I definitely am more mindful of how I'm breathing, especially when I'm going through the flushes particularly. I found I need to use the Instacall still. But, yeah, yeah, you need to try the yeah. Instacall if you're having a flush. I, so that Instacall is really well researched as well on mind mind patterning. So the basic idea of the Instacall is that we welcome the flush in. It's a really interesting one. So we welcome the flush in because one of the bits of research that we found is the more that you struggle against your hot flush, the worse the severity and the frequency is. 
And then we take you through once you've welcomed it in and allow the sort of energy explosion that comes from uh, the flush, then we take you to a really cool place, somewhere really icy cold. And what actually happens is your body, if you can really imagine that, your body will actually just re-level itself out. So you stop sweating and all of a sudden you feel a bit better. So that in combination with the breath and slowing down, welcoming it in, stop stressing about it, actually will improve the severity and the frequency of your flushes. That's super cool. So it's more visualization as well, right? So you're setting your mind. Yeah. So mindfulness is um, has aspects of visualization. But yes, in particular for the Instacool, you're, the exact thing is that you're almost manifesting cold, if you like, like really believing that you're somewhere cold. But what, what we're trying to do is use the things that are researched to make the biggest and the best impact that we possibly can for you as fast as we can. I love everything you've said, actually, and everything about even your website. It's really beautiful. Now, when I go to workplaces or corporate, when I arrange corporate wellness days, there is always the taboo around menopause. And when I bring it up, even in lunch and learn sessions, it's almost like you can see the energy shift of, of the women and even the men in the room, they're super uncomfortable with it. So I think it is definitely something we need to just start being easy about having conversations, um, just creating conversations and making them not awkward. How would you suggest that people even start to do that? Well, I think it takes some of the shame out of it is the first and foremost thing. I've worked in taboo subjects for uh, the last 20-odd, 25 years of my life. Um, I worked in drug and alcohol. I worked with street sex workers. I worked with people that injected drugs. When it comes to taboos, the more energy that you give the taboo, the worse it'll be. So what you do is you talk about it as if it's normal and talk about it positively. Like, So I used to work in pregnancy and the thing that I used to say to the pregnant women is you're not sick, you're just pregnant. Like this is just the effects of your body. With menopause, it's the same thing. You're not sick. You're just going through a transition of your body to go from the fertile state to the non-fertile state. It does come with it um, some devastating effects if you wanted to be pregnant uh, and you haven't been able to or, you know, just the, the some of the loss of youth. But I think we need to positively frame ageing. We've got to positively see the outcomes while acknowledging that, it can be devastating for some people and we need to have some solutions for them. But start seeing them. Start, stop having the, the women be invisible. Start speaking about it, speaking positively, speaking normally and stop doing the things like the negative portrayals of a menopausal woman being hot and crazy. It's, it's not all like that and it's not like that for many women. So, But we need to, we as women need to be better about speaking about it acknowledging it and being okay with it and I think we've got a long way to go I, I think women deserve better and I'm coming for uh, that um, cohort of women that actually I really believe can have a better life and are doing really well for themselves yeah and, and considering that uh, women of this age make up one of the largest talent pools in the workforce I think it's even yeah. more um, it's even more important that these things are talked about do you want some crazy statistics yes hit us with I, some. I do I love a, a crazy statistic okay so of the worst symptoms where a woman has been able to say that she is menopausal um, and had taken time off 14 million days a year have been recorded in the UK in one year. Now that equates to, if you think of a menopausal woman usually having a higher salary, they're going to be higher. But if you put it at a, 
uh, average income of £30,000. That's $1.6 billion that is getting lost in the workplace. So that's due to loss of just sick leave. So we're not looking at loss of productivity because of their symptoms. We're not looking at the people that aren't able to admit or even acknowledge that they're going through menopause. It's not including the churn. Now, the churn, which is the people that leave due to the severity of their symptoms, is approximately 10% of the menopausal women. That's huge. It's huge. And it's between 7.5 and 9.5 million working women in the UK right now transitioning in through the menopausal period. That's some hard-hitting facts. Some big numbers, huh? Yeah, they are. Oh, my gosh. It's like, take notice, everybody. Yeah, it is. And, and it is really important that we actually see these women and see their needs because a lot of it is just little changes that workplaces need to make. Um, some lifestyle changes and some education, some basic education about what's going on with your body and and how you can prevent or address some of the symptoms without judgment. So I don't mind if you're on HRT or you're not. It makes no difference to whether you breathe. It makes no difference to how how we interact with you. So let's stop judging women from the pharmaceuticals they take or they don't. Like, it doesn't matter. It's your choice, your life. Just be educated. Yeah, I think that's the key is the education, exactly yeah. as you said. Yeah. So with regards to the workplace, okay, if I'm heading to a meeting which I may be anxious about purely down to the fact that I've had a million hot flushes, have not slept, just generally feel listless and just awful, what would you recommend as go-to part of your app? So uh, in the breathing aspect of the app, we've got little packs. In the breathing pack at the end, there's one, two, three, and five-minute breathing exercises. Doing just a minimum of two minutes will actually have an impact on how you go into it. But I, if you can get five minutes, brilliant. Go to the loo if you need to or sit at your desk and close your eyes if you're able. But just take a beat before going into the meeting because if you continue to run and if you continue to be frazzled, you're not going to think straight, you're going to get overwhelmed, you're going to get brain fog. So just breaking that cycle a little bit, stopping, taking a breath, grounding yourself and just come out of your head for just two seconds, it changes the way that you can think and function and speak and and you'll feel better. And literally it's just two minutes. Five if you can. This is fantastic. We all have two minutes. We do. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. We do. We do all have it's, five it's as well. It's about how we choose. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's how we choose to do it. And women are, are really, women are amazing creatures that will look after everybody else before they look after themselves. And we need to change that. We need to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first. And then we will be able to look after everybody with so much more energy, vigor, vitality, you know, I just think we need to look after ourselves. I love the passion that you, you can clearly, you are so passionate about this. I can, I, I'm looking at you as well on the video and I can see the, see the expression, <laughs> see the, you know, the real determination behind it. Um, and I, yeah. you know, I wholeheartedly I agree. I think they deserve better. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, just... I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, thank you. All right. So going on, um, we're drawing to a close almost, but I wanted to ask on your, for you as a day-to-day on a day-to-day basis, what method of breathing is your preference and why? So I do um, my personal practice. I do it a few times through the day, but I start my morning with alternate nose and nostril breathing um, because that just helps with my cortisol level. And I do that for about 15 minutes in the morning. 
then I get one or two sort of short bursts through the day and then every night I do a gratefulness practice. I get stressed. I'm a normal female that is also aging. So I, uh, when I get stressed, I now have the ability to acknowledge that I'm doing it and I step away. And I just go and have a couple of minutes. But I am very used to meditation. So I'm an acupuncturist by training. So I am very used to being very quiet with my meditation. And I can do the body scan without having to listen to my app because I wrote the thing. So I know how to do that. So, <laughs> the perks of the job. Yeah, it is good. I do listen to my app. I do listen to others just to see what other people are doing. But I actually really like what it seems very strange, but I've got a 15 three, five and 10 minutes silent mindfulness session right at the bottom of the mindfulness pack, which is, it just leads you in and then you quiet for like 15 minutes and then, or 10 minutes, I think it is. And then it it comes out at the end um, and brings you out gently. And I do that quite a lot. So I don't have to listen to my own voice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listeners, please do download the Clarity app from the App Store. It is fantastic. I'm still in the middle of using it, um, but whatever I have seen and used is is having a really positive effect on me. So let's say thank you to Bex, whose mission is to improve the lives of women one calming breath at a time. Thank you, Bex. Uh, my pleasure. It's lovely to speak to you. Speak soon.